0: You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Hello, everyone. This is Isaac Watson. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in to this podcast. Uh, I want to apologize. I know some of you were uh, waiting and looking for the next podcast to drop uh, last week. I got a little bit behind. Uh, I actually had a loss in my family. My grandfather passed away and uh, he was 90 years old. Uh, And uh, it was something that we were expecting. Uh, He's been having issues. Uh, So my family, we went uh, to be with one another and uh, we went to go celebrate his life. So uh, last week was a bit hectic, Um, but I am back this week. And uh, I just want to thank all of you who have been praying for us, who uh, has been, uh, who have been supporting us, uh, who have been um, sowing, those of you who have uh, been uh, writing reviews, who have been uh, uh, liking and, and sharing uh, this podcast. It means a lot to me. So uh, what I want to do, I want to open up this episode and I want to read a uh, one of our reviews that's actually on my Church Talk with Isaac Facebook group. Uh, and they were they were writing uh, this particular person this 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 woman this lady was writing a review about my last episode that I released, which were uh, which was the four ways to honor your pastor spiritual leader, uh, part three. So we've been dealing uh, in the past. We were dealing. We did three uh, teachings, three uh, podcast episodes uh, on honor. In the last one, we dealt with honoring your spiritual leader or your pastor. And uh, Katrina actually wrote, she said, uh, what I absolutely loved about this episode is that the word does all the work here. Even though many of us uh, who grew up in church theoretically understand the principle of giving and taking care of our shepherds, I have to say, this is the first time I've heard contextual Bible to explain it. This word is full of deliverance. My God, it was good. Thank you for that, Katrina. I really appreciate uh, your words. I appreciate um, you writing that. uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad... Uh, that it was a blessing to you, and uh, and uh, I encourage uh, you all listening here today, go back and listen to some of the previous episodes that were released. Um, so thank you again for that. What I want to do today, I want to shift gears, and uh, I want to create a, another uh, theme of conversation. Um, actually, this was one of the ones that one of our viewers uh, requested that we talk about, and uh, today what we're going to talk about is tragedy, God, and Kobe Bryant. Tragedy, God, and Kobe Bryant. Um, for those of you who may not know, I'm sure, I mean, mostly all the world knows now. It happened about a month or so ago. Uh, but last month, Kobe Bryant, uh, at 41 years old, and his daughter, at 13 years old, were tragically in an in a, a, a plane accident, a helicopter accident. Along uh, in total, it was nine people that was on that plane uh, who passed away. So I just want to take time before we step into um, today's episode, uh, just to uh, um, you know, just to admonish you. If you have not, be praying for the families involved. Be praying for the Bryant family. Be praying for Kobe's wife, uh, their entire family. I have absolutely no idea what it's like um, to lose a child. Uh, or a spouse, um, so we want to make sure. Even though it happened a month ago, oftentimes the grieving process it can it can it can vary uh, from individual to individual. So we want to make sure that we are lifting up the families involved. Um, people have lost their their sisters, their mother, their father, uh, their you know uh, their parent, and uh, we just want to make sure that we are being sensitive. Uh, when loss occurs in people's lives, we want to make sure that we're being sensitive uh, and that we're praying for them. We're encouraging them in whatever way we can, um, given our level of uh, our, our level of influence, our our um, our proximity, our closeness or distance from them. We can play a part and the least that we can do is pray for the families. Um, but because of that tragedy, along with many other tragedies, there's so many things that comes up, questions that comes up. Why did God allow this to happen? Did God cause this to happen? If God is good, why did he let this happen? Why, do he, why, why does he allow bad things to happen in the earth? Why does he allow natural disasters to happen where entire cities and neighborhoods are completely wiped out and people lose their lives um, due to these natural disasters, floods and hurricanes and and, and earthquakes and all of these things that happens around the world, wildfires? And, you know, um, why does God allow these things to happen? Why does he allow murder to transpire and rape to happen? Why does God allow sex trafficking? Why does he allow starving children to continue to starve in their poverty? If God is God, why don't he do something about it? Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he? If God controls everything, then why does he cause these things to happen? So I actually want to take some time today to address this because this is a very real question. These are very legitimate Questions that people have all around the world because tragedies happen every single day So in the midst of tragedy, where is God? In the midst of tragedy is God talking? In the midst of tragedy what is God doing is he twiddling his fingers is he like um, is he this master puppeteer that is behind the scenes orchestrating everything is God we've always said in church that God is in control and we say that God is in control but is God really in control what is going on and if he is in control why does he allow bad things to happen to good people now I want to address this, y'all, because, again, this is something very, very serious. And a lot of people actually lose heart in God, lose heart in faith, lose heart in the church. And uh, some people completely walk away because they may have lost loved ones. They may have seen tragedies happen, whether it's directly connected to them or indirectly connected to them. And they have questions. And quite frankly, the church has not been doing a good job at answering many of the questions that people have. I'm going to try to do my part today. And I'm going to try to answer some of the questions uh, that some of you may have. And hopefully what we talk about today makes a little sense to you. Hopefully what we talk about today brings some clarity to you. And it actually helps you out in understanding how things actually operate. Now, what I want to say, uh, first and foremost, does God cause these things? I want to say this. God does not cause tragedy. God does not cause tragedy pain and suffering to occur uh, in people's lives. God doesn't cause it. Now, I would say this, although God does not cause it, God does allow certain things to happen. He allows things to happen in our lives. He allows loss. He allows tragedy. He allows pain uh, to transpire in our, laws, uh, excuse me, in our lives. And the reason why God allows it, I want y'all to hear me. The reason why God allows it is because God does not control everything. Contrary to what we've been taught, we've been taught that God is in control. And when tragedy happens, the thing that we go to, that we pull out of our back pocket, is the God is in control card. And we say, well, we know God knows all things. God is in control of everything. But the reality, y'all, uh, is that God is not in control of everything. God does not control everything. And this is why, because y'all are like, well, Wouldn't that make God, um, if God is omnipotent, if God, you know, if, if God is sovereign, how can you say God does not control everything? Well, just because God created everything doesn't mean he has to control everything. And the reason why God chooses, hear me, the reason why God chooses and has chosen not to control everything is because God is good. Now, I know you you listen to this and you saying, well, Isaac, how can you say that God is good because he allows tragedy to happen? Well, think about it this way. If God controlled everything in the earth that happened, um, then that would ultimately eliminate your will. That would eliminate your ability to make a decision, your ability to make choices. And the first thing that God gave man after establishing his dominion in the earth, was the ability to make decisions, the ability to choose. Um, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 is very popular. It says, And God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So it says that God created man. But then check this out. The Bible doesn't say, Genesis does not say, Moses, when he wrote this, he did not say that God said, uh, let us make man in our image and let us have dominion. That ain't what he said. He said, let us create man in our image, after our likeness, and let them, them being who? Man, mankind. So God has given the planet, I want y'all to hear me, God has given the planet to mankind. So what does that mean? That means that God does not control everything. If God controlled the earth, then God would be an Indian giver. And God is not an Indian giver. He says that he gave the earth to man. Let us make man and let them have dominion in the earth. Now, some of y'all may say, well, I know Psalms 24 says that the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell in it. Yes, Psalms 24 says that. Yes, the author said that the earth belongs to God. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and everything that lives in it belongs to God. But check this out. Although God created it, although God owns it, what God did was he delegated it to mankind. Another scripture that deals with, with the placement of the earth and how God chose for it to be ran is in Psalms 115, verses 15 through 16. It says, May may you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth, the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of man. It says, may you be blessed. That word blessed means to be affirmed, to be prosperous, to be endorsed. So in other words, he's saying that, that God, may you be endorsed by God to rule it. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth, The heavens and the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. So one of the things that God has blessed you with, God has prospered you with, God has affirmed you with, God has endorsed you with, is dominion or delegation over the affairs of the earth. So I want to say this, y'all, although uh, bad things happen, it does not mean that God is controlling or orchestrating those things and they're happening because Uh, um, Jesus said this that God wills that none shall perish. So why do people still perish? Why does God allow these things to happen? Why do things, why do bad things still happen to good people? And the thing that we have to understand about God is that there are things and times that God will not interfere in the affairs of the earth unless he is invited to. There's certain things that God just won't get his hands involved in unless he's invited into it. And this is why. Because um, because God, uh, um, uh, the, uh, the scriptures say that God exalts his word even above his name. What does that mean? That means that he keeps his word. When he establishes something, he cannot, he cannot, um, um, uh, when God establishes something, he cannot go against what he's established. Once he's established it, I mean, that thing is instituted. That thing is set in stone because he keeps his word. If he said that he um, gave the earth to man, then in order for him to get involved into the earth, it takes some partnership with man. God has to partner with man in order to get things done in the earth. Which is why we never see God do anything in the earth, even throughout the scriptures, without using a man. God couldn't save mankind without Jesus. He had to come as a man. God couldn't bring salvation to the earth. And people would not get saved unless there is a preacher. Unless there is a messenger. How does one hear? One um, Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of god how can one hear without a preacher and how can one preach unless he's sent god doesn't do anything unless he has people that are delegated that are assigned that he partners with to get it done so this is what i say y'all natural disasters happen uh tragedy happens rape happens murder happens things happen because god doesn't control everything and one of the things that we have to stop doing y'all is is shifting blame to God and start taking the dominion that God has given to us. Now, how are are ways that we can actually invite God in through prayer and supplication? Sometimes people may not think that their prayers matter much, but when you pray and you invite God into a situation, you give him authority to act in that situation. Now, granted, there are times where things may happen and uh, there are some things that we just don't know, that we just can't figure out. It's like, God, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed, but this thing just wouldn't break or this thing just didn't happen. Why? And sometimes I can say this, y'all, that we don't know everything. God is is God and we're not. So sometimes there are things that may happen that we have absolutely no control over, even if we wanted to have control over it. Um, but the fact of the matter is that there are always multiple wills involved. And one of the principles that lies in place. I want y'all to hear this. One of the principles that lies in place. That um, that I believe is a reason for let's say natural disasters or things that may happen. Well there are many things. But for one I want to say that there is a law that, that you reap what you sow. And I believe that when sin is enlarged within a place. That, that sin can affect natural things uh, in the earth. I also believe. Um, that the earth within itself has things that happens. I mean, if there are tectonic plates, I just wanna I just wanna break this down to y'all. If there are tectonic plates underneath the earth, or 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 yeah, underneath the earth, and these plates start rubbing together, you know what's gonna happen? An earthquake. You know what can happen? Uh, a volcanic eruption. You know what can happen? Uh, uh, a typhoon. There 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 are things that can happen. Um, because just the earth, the earth reacts and, and, and interacts with mankind. So because of that, there are certain things that can happen that may not necessarily be caused by God, hurricanes, come on, earthquakes, tornadoes, simply because the earth is now, although something is, it does not mean I've seen it to where believers, they pray and they believe God and things start to turn, uh, tornadoes start to die, uh, fires start to cease. Um, 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 All types of things start happening because of the prayers of the saints So we want to make sure that we're engaging with God and not blaming him for things There there, there are many things that happens in the earth And we have to make sure that as the people of God that we are inviting him in And when tragedy does occur, we have to be empathetic We have to pray for the families that may have lost loved ones Um, Because the fact of the matter y'all is that things happen God never promised that things would not happen when you get saved. God never promised that you would never face persecution, that you would never go through hard times. What he does promise is that his grace is sufficient for you when, if and when you do go through certain things. So I just wanna encourage y'all, don't shift the blame to God when things happen. The fact of the matter is that God does not control people. People control people. One of the fruit of the spirit is self-control. Not God control, not spirit control, self-control. And when you do not have self-control or when you make decisions, those decisions will map out how your life would be. Or when people make decisions, they can negatively and or positively affect you. And it's not necessarily God in the mix. We can pray. God can deliver. We can get involved in certain things, we can set initiatives in place, we can get involved in, in, in community uh, uh, activism, we can we can do all types of things that can help prevent certain things from happen, happening, but as long as people are on the earth, there will always be good things that happen, there will always be bad things that happen. Yes, murder rates can decrease, yes, violence can decrease, Yes, rape can decrease. Yes, sex trafficking can decrease. All of these things and many other things that I have not named can decrease in a, in a region, in a territory, in a, in a city, in a state, they can decrease. But what it takes to decrease is light beginning to arise, to be light in the midst of darkness and stop hiding amongst other light. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all, I hope that answered your question. I hope that brought some clarity, even if you didn't have questions, but you just needed some clarity. There was some confusion on certain things. Um, I wanna, I wanna also say this, y'all. Some people say, well, what about Ananias and Sapphira? We know uh, in the Book of Acts, I believe it's Acts chapter five. I believe it's Acts five. Uh, there's a story where uh, Ananias, uh, there was a couple, Ananias and Sapphira, and they were unintegral with their, with their resources. And they lied about giving everything that they had to the church and then the scriptures say uh, that Paul excuse me that Peter confronted them and I'm, I'm I'm paraphrasing of course but Peter confronted them and he told him he said you've not lied unto to man but you've got, you've lied to God you've lied why did you lie uh, to the Holy Spirit why have you allowed Satan to fill your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and then it says that they dropped dead one after the other one dropped dead and then the spouse um, uh, you know, came to the door and then the spouse dropped dead. And people say, see, I've heard it preached in church where it's like God killed them. Don't play with God. Don't play with God's people. God will, you know, God will strike you down like he did Ananias and Sapphira. Now, listen, y'all. I want y'all to go back. Those of you who've heard that story, I want you to go back and read it. Like read it. I mean like word by word. I want you to go back and really look at it. Because what you'll find is that nowhere in that story does it ever say anything about God killing them? I'm going to take a moment to pause. Nowhere in that story does it say anything about God killing them. It says, as a matter of fact, if anybody killed them, Satan did. This is why I say that. Because one of the things that Peter told him, he said, why have you allowed Satan to fill your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? Why have you allowed Satan to fill your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit. And then, what I believe y'all, is that they've allowed the toxicity of the deceiver to fill their life. And because of that deception, they dropped dead. And what I believe is that Peter was trying to give them an opportunity to repent and be delivered. And he wasn't necessarily cursing them. He was confronting them, giving them an opportunity to repent and be delivered. But instead, they allowed the serpent or they allowed the the accuser, Satan, to fill them. uh, And the end result was death. So God didn't necessarily kill them. The scriptures don't say God killed them. And when we use that and we say that, we make God to be something that he's not. All right. (laughs) I hope this is something, y'all, that blessed you. Um, I love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, y'all be blessed. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking Donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.